here we go welcome everybody to a new episode of the cave of crimes we are your hosts my name is john and i'm fauzi today it's cave of crimes number four yeah it's the fourth episode in our medieval series i'm pretty excited for this one you have been ranting and oh, raving about this story it's been so many hours <laughs> yeah about this you've got a good one for us tonight now i really hope that it lives up because so far we've seen all sorts of different types of everything i mean guys melting to death <laughs> <laughs> being eaten alive a, a guy getting just brutalized by a bunch of knights and stuff i mean Crazy we've seen pretty stuff. much we've seen we've seen a lot but from what you're telling me this one is pretty serious yeah it get worse every week you know it it really does i feel like every week there's just yeah new, we never new really, more inventive ways of murder and we never just, really planned these cases they they we just find them and they keep getting more brutal every week yeah it seems to be the case you know and what's also interesting about this case is that from what i understand we are well last week we were in hungary and turns out this week we are returning to france yeah exactly okay so uh we're in france again and what's the year what year are we looking at it's uh 1400s 1405 it was the war of the 100 war the 100 years war the 100 year war oh. yeah it was during that time and it's very interesting interesting so it seems like we're returning to uh you know for our john the fearless listeners we're returning to that time back. period Some, somehow and he gets a shout out in every episode he recently. does <laughs> he gives a shout out in all of them he got a shout out in the thomas beckett one i think he got a one for the doja episode two i think his his story is like pretty much in the middle like the actual medieval times and right. every every episode we cover that involves france or britain the english also he you know he's always there he's, he's involved there. In yeah he's little a little bit. bit involved yeah sure all right well here we go i'm going to I'm going to give you the reins so you could uh, tell us this magnificent story. Yep. As you read from the title, we're talking about Gilles de Rey or Gilles de Rey. Yeah. He was a French knight who became later one of the richest men in all of France. He was very loved by the French people and okay. no one actually would imagine the shit show that would happen later in the future <laughs> in his life. No one would imagine. Do they ever? Yeah, that later he would be accused of murdering hundreds of children, oh, summoning demons, and it's it's that crazy. And when you hear about this stuff in the medieval times, you're like, what the hell? This guy started it all. Interesting. Well, or did he? Because for a hundred years, he was considered to be one of the first serial killers ever existed. Like he was, he, st he started it all. That's what they oh, say. Oh yeah, the OG. That was ever recorded in history. However, some modern historians argue and believe that he was framed. That none of these things happened or he didn't do any of these 
things that we're gonna go through. Whoa, okay, so this is pretty nuts. You're telling, okay, so there's a lot going on here with this dude. Th yeah, that's, huh. that's, yeah, that's the main theme. In, of but he his, started off as a hero. Because he's a mystery in the end. His last life, after like he was being accused and trailed, it's a mystery. We're getting to mm. it, but he is a hero. We're gonna dive he started, in. He starts off as a hero. Yeah, as all these dudes have, because if but you look at like all Doge and all these guys, they all start he off was like, he nice was and... he was very strong, and since he was young, I'm gonna start describing his early teenage years and talking about it more in detail. You know, so. He was born in uh, in his family castle, which is called uh, Champotse or something like that. I hope I didn't put you the name. Mm -hmm. uh, in 1405, and with his parents, that was his parents' castle, and pretty rich family, like one of the noble families in France. Okay. Uh, not very much, pretty basic, but noble family. And right, they weren't the most powerful family in the land, but they no, were fairly, you know, they have a castle. They have a castle, yeah, they're doing and right. yeah. Uh, also, later when he was young, uh, his parents passed away, and he was raised by his grandfather, John de Crow, or mm. John of Crow. And like the crow? I guess so. I don't know. What? The crow, like the crow, C R A W. The crow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. And it was, uh, that was during the Hundred Years' War, which what lasted for 116 years. That war was, we talked about it in the first episode. Right. Yeah. 116 years, generation would live and die knowing, in that war. not knowing what peace is. You know, that's really crazy when I think about it. Yeah, it's and, pretty nuts when you consider that. I mean, even if you look at most modern wars today. Yeah. And you know, you have a war. I mean, even how long was World War II because in comparison? 15 years or probably, less? Probably, yeah. Like, And people thought that was for... 16 years. Exactly. That's what I said. Like, generations actually happened, you know? Like, yeah. And that's why back at that day, in these days, uh, kids were trained when they're young in their teenage years to be warriors or they were trained to fight you know, that was a routine thing. How we go to school right now, in the day, people will be, would you would be trained to fight, mm. to kill when you're a teenager. When Gilderay was 16 years old, he rescued the Duke of Brittany. The Duke of Brittany was kidnapped by a bunch of looters. I don't know. Oh, and yeah. yeah, and he find them and rescued the Duke of Brittany and brought him back. And the king actually rewarded him, and he was he was like that. That action was pretty famous when he did that. Remember that Duke of Brittany is gonna come up later. The guy that he saved. Yeah, which he, he bumped him out that he saved him, or he was jealous of his power. It will. Come oh, the out. duke got yeah. mad at. There is at, no jail for there, saving there, his life. There is no record for that. But that's what I think because mm. because of what happens later, that character will come back. Okay, but the, but the idea here is that the Duke, he likes Jill or he doesn't like. Yeah, Jill? he saved him. At that point, they were like, "Oh, he's you saved me. Like, thank you. You know, it's but nice." Then he becomes a little bit later. Shit oh, happens. He's a little jealous. Okay. Yeah. So. At that age, when he was 16, his grandfather tried to arrange marriage him, and he found him a four-year-old. 
<laughs> girl. <laughs> what? Yeah. Apparently that How was normal. Geo? He was 16, and oh, he was like, "Oh, what? you know, we're gonna reserve that girl for you." Oh, and uh, okay. unfortunately, it didn't work. And he did try that with three other girls in his early 20s. After a few years. He was able to contact the Duke of Brittany and he got married to their family's heiress. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, her name was Catherine Duthoreau. They were really rich. Yeah. And he was rich. So, yeah. uh, I mean, it makes sense, right? That's usually what they do. They they, they try to consolidate the power. So they they were one of the richest couple in France, like ever. Because he, when he rescued the Duke of Brittany really? from when he was kidnapped, the king, he actually awarded him a huge piece of land, oh, which I helped see. him, you know, which helped him like investing and like so, working it out. So so this Geo guy came from a little bit of money. Gilles so once Ray, he rescued the Duke, he got even like a bunch of land. He way richer, yeah. And he made him way more money. Yep. He got a huge uh, chunk of land from the king and he was able, he was a smart kid and he very used brave. The he used yeah. the land right yeah. to make And money. marrying Catherine made him really rich as well. And back then, women didn't really handle money or, right. or were, were allowed to do this stuff. So he was taking care of everything financially and her money plus his money insanely rich oh wow so yeah. now they're a At, force in his early 20s he was like 22 23 i think they're a force now yep so now we're gonna talk about another character that's really interesting to this st- very important to the story is probably some of you heard of this woman her her name is jean of arc Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc. The one and only. Yep. Interesting how she gets involved in this. Yeah. Huh. Joan of Arc, because she's a very famous character. It, she is. I didn't know about her, actually, until that story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, so how does Joan of Arc get involved in this? So if at that moment, Orleans was being surrounded by the English, and... Uh, it was a like it was a big deal. So Joan of Arc was a mm. was a yeah. poor person, you know. Yeah. How she managed? There's a, you know, it's very un- unclear how she managed to get the ears and the, an audience in front of the king. Mm. She managed to be able to talk to the king, and she right. asked him for his army. She was like, I want you to give me your army and I promise you I'm going to beat the English and we're going to win. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're 17. Who are you? She told him that angel, the angel Michael Mm. came to her in a dream and told her that you have miracles and that, you know, he's I'm going to help you to be defeat the English, which sounds absolute bullshit. But then she performs miracles right in front of the king and proves that she's very strong. She starts healing wounds. She cut herself and heal her wounds. She does some other fucking miracles. And everyone was fucking like, whoa, what is this shit? So the king was, they say he did give her her his army to lead. Mm -hmm. And uh, that he was actually forced... Yeah, so they, so he gave her his, the army, uh-huh. and because he felt people say that he was forced to do so because he was so terrified of her, 
people were scared of her powers. Yeah, dude, she know? was fucking. People were, you know, she was a really powerful and, figure in yeah. terms of like what she meant. Exactly, you know? she was a very influential force. And also, they made Jill, our boy, uh-huh. a marshal on the army. So that he that he was he w- and he was with Joan he of Arc. was with they her together. They led the army together. Oh shit! And they that fucking is. beat the English so hard. Really? And they came back victorious, and they were like fucking praised by the people and loved and awarded as holy warriors and like miracle warriors, you know? Because huh. people start worshiping them. They're like, oh, these guys, and a seventeen-year-old won. A battle you know right. as promised like it was nothing so for me that was a little bit like weird i was like that's it still sounds crazy you know as much as like what that they beat the badass English that yeah yeah like, it was too much like he's in his early 20s she's 17 right. and she claims she has miracles she did perform miracles from what people witnessed which to me i'm an illusionist and a magician and right. i'm thinking about it it might be some like uh slider hands yeah. or some fucking you know I'm pulling a tricks. rat out of the hat or something whatever it is she yeah. managed to fool the king and get his army under her command i mean she's definitely a magician that way you know so yeah she I'd... knew how to talk her way into i mean who knows yeah, yep. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Can she really perform miracles? Well, you don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. That what they claimed, but but she could. I mean, definitely. I remember. You know, I don't know her story that well. Doesn't end very well. No, I mean, everybody knows her. I mean, she suffers a really, really terrible end, as a lot of people probably know. It's a very yeah, famous we're, we're, story. We're getting to it, yeah. But um. I do know that she was known for being a really good speaker. Like she had an amazing way of Apparently, rallying. Apparently, she was very convincing. She had a she way. She was very convincing. That's she what had they a way say. With That's the why. People. Yeah, she managed to convince the king and all that. And at that point, they came back. English was defeated by a teenage girl. That was a big deal. And uh, yeah, back in those days, that must have been yep. for them. Like so, here. They say, like, what I found, that it, that the Burgundy party at the time, the Burgundy's mm. family, they they were working as spies for the English. Yeah. So... The good old house of Burgundy. Yep. yep. So they capture her and... Because they were spies and they captured her. They were also jealous, I think, of, like... Of what she's been achieving, so they kidnap her. But they were they weren't they were wanted to do the same thing for Jill, Jill DeRay, but they couldn't because yeah. he was really powerful and rich, and they right. they couldn't get to him. They couldn't reach him. They couldn't get to him, but they were able to capture her and like accuse her of witchcraft and magic. Unfortunately, they burned her. I mean, that is the... which was horrible. Hang yeah. and they hanged her actually first. And burned her. Yeah, that w- that was a, a, a that is a story. Or they actually just been... burned her at the stake. And you know, to this day, she's a very influential yeah, figure in France yeah. as of, of revolution and salvation and stuff. But I mean, yeah, that yeah, was, she was. That they was said brutal, that she was man. canonized later by the Pope. Yeah, and that was a big deal for Gilles de Ray. Uh, he was really affected by this. He loved her. 
but not really romantically oh, from like what a, I read. Yeah, like a friend, like, like a, a friend, fellow, probably. Fellow I would, com- I would say he probably loved her actually. Oh, you think that there? I'm many... not sure. Like, dude, I, from what I read, my honest opinion on this that there isn't much of what happened between them. It's only mentioned that they fight against the English, came back victorious, and were loved and praised by the people, uh-huh. and then she died. Yeah. That affected Gilles de Ray because he retired from military right after. Yeah. And with a lot of money with him, a lot of cash. Yeah. And he quit this bullshit. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. I don't want to fight anymore. Locked himself up in his castle. And he stopped burning cash. What? So, like, not actually burning mean? his money, but he stopped wasting a lot of money on stupid shit oh so, like he started buying things yeah so why yeah he grew more rich and powerful after this war after this thing and uh, more fancy that he was richer than the king of france he was richer just a guy who's richer than the king than the church he was the richest man in france insane his power went really insane he was able to raise his own army but he didn't he didn't want to fight anymore how is he making so much money because he already got money and he started investing in estates and in land you know okay so like what he originally was given because of the duke that he saved he just kept investing more and more and and just kept growing and and also yeah also like after this achievements he's been achieving he's he started gaining more and more money i know you were saying that he was super rich but now you're talking about like richer than the king this is nuts yeah that's what it said you know so he retired from fighting and started producing plays that talks wow. about him and his adventures and his uh, battles wow, against really? the English. Okay. It went crazy that the family, his family went to the king and started complaining about him, burning cash and fucking wasting his money on all these stupid plays. They're like, this dude is fucking spending he, all his money building plays. Dude, his plays had over 150 speaking roles. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and over 500 extras acting as soldiers what? in his battles. Like they would do these huge plays in the streets. Like everyone has one line? Yeah, I don't know. They They're have just like, like 100 actors and they each have one yep, line? 600 different costumes that the tailors were working day and night. Oh my god. Non-stop <laughs> creating his fucking costumes that he asked for. 600 costumes and the good thing is that he was a very generous man he would host all these fucking parties and barbecues for everybody for free oh like like free food for everybody he's like you get something and you get food and everybody (laughs) gets food everything for everyone he actually took care of the poor a lot he gave them food and clothes and everything he got rich to the point that he didn't like money was just like flowing you know yeah i mean this guy's like obviously going up but now here's the question remember going back to joan of arc so do you believe that like doing plays and talking about his life and how he went do you think uh, that it's because he secretly loved her i i and maybe he was so heartbroken that it kind of took him in another direction 
I I don't know. We don't know. But that's what I think personally, because I read this and for like hours about this guy, and it, it affected me personally a little bit. I I felt something different, you know, when I got to this. I was like, they say that he loved her, but not romantically. And after her death, he retired from the military. I was yeah. like, they fought together, you know. That's true. And he, they were close of age. He was married to this Catherine woman. He right. had many other housewives later. Oh. Yeah, because he's rich as fuck. Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, right? I mean, if like, he's already like... Yeah, he already done it. It was sure than the king. Like, richer. might as well. He's throwing fucking parties and barbecues for everyone. Yeah. Like, every week. And he's got like 500 plays with 500 actors. Like, fucking... Like, Why not? I want to marry know? 50 wives. And- he also, at that point, started building his personal chapel to worship from his home without going to the church and traveling in the sun i'll be like you know he just wanted to worship and pray god from his chapel and he called it the holy innocence or chapel of the holy innocence which started the whole fucking bullshit later because that name holy the holy innocent or chapel of the holy innocent is actually it's a verse from the book of matthews Mm -hmm. in the bible yeah and where the where King Herod mass kill start like mass killing a lot of children because there was a prophecy that said uh, one of these children will come up will grow up to overthrow the king. Oh so God. this king murdered hundreds and millions of a lot of childrens. I don't know how much, but like that's the story, you know. That's the fucking story. And oh the verse God. is called the Holy Innocence. And people start saying, hmm, what well, the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, why, 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 why do you like that shit so much, bro? Why are you reading exactly, all of Matthew so which, much, huh? Which actually, which actually, what modern historians who support him said, it was totally the opposite, what he meant, or like what he, you know, support uh-huh. children. And people say, because he feeds the poor, take care of kids, take care of people, and everything. That, that was the, his thing, you know? He was loved by the French people. In his heroic days, uh huh. Until now, so until now, until he started building this church, and his family didn't even liked his actions. Since he started wasting insane amounts of money, they went to the king and they were like, "This guy has went crazy." <laughs> so apparently, I I had a feeling while researching this that. He, everything he does, his parents doesn't like. Or not his parents, because his parents were dead. His family, his relatives, his his wife, I think, and everybody yeah. around him. They didn't like what he was doing. And what I think, it was out of jealousy. Because, I see. Because when he stopped building that chapel, and it had to be approved to be an official church by the Pope or by the church, you know? And he sent words to, for that... But then his family go and tell him not to approve that church. And the king and the pope didn't approve that church. But he went and built it anyway. Right. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm building my church. I'm worshiping God from my home. You can't stop me. At that point, that was a blasphemy. You know, that that's a huge because he started attending mass and wearing robes and acting like like the pope and doing his own speeches in his church and like acting like 
no one can stop him. He's like, you know, I don't fucking care. It's my church. I do what I whatever the fuck I want. Oh boy. Yeah. So but what what he actually meant or like what what his supporters say that all he meant from building that church or calling it that name is actually for good deeds, you know? We don't know. Right. We don't but know. I mean either way his apparently his family was not they were not happy and the du- and, the and the king was on the side of the family. Uh, he was because he was he didn't like that he was being richer than him that's true he didn't like the duke of Brittany the duke of Brittany as well the one who he rescued when he was young didn't like him either and didn't like that he saved your life bitch but he didn't like that so he goes and talks to the pope as well he's like I don't want that church to be built either went all the way to the Roman Empire yep so they didn't they didn't they they stopped him they didn't uh, approve it but he went and built it anyway so anyway, at that point, uh, after the Duke went and talked to the King as well about Jill's action, so the King allows the Duke to take control over Jill's estate and cut him off from being in control. Oh, he give him the land to the Duke. He's like, here, his belongings, here's his papers, here's well, Jill's no. everything. Wait, the King gives the Duke of, of these... Brittany all the state. Oh to the duke of Brittany and cut cut jill duray out, out of, of control he's like you have no control anymore over your estates you're out of here what the fuck he yep. can do that yeah because apparently like the king owns everything or he has the <sighs> hand of the doing king. everything yeah at that point there was no problems between the king and jill duray but he probably just needed one thing to cut him off and the duke of Brittany was like he had the, the the eye of the king, the ear of the king, and he was like, fuck it. So he gave him everything. Jilderay was so fucking pissed and, and enraged, you know, because of that. He still had a lot of money, though. But the Duke of Brittany had power and control over all of his bullshit. So he goes around and starts fucking, like, falling in debts and acting like an idiot. Oh, Jill? Lost all his money. No, oh. not Jill. Oh, the Duke of Brittany. With the money and the, the stuff oh. of Jill, which he was already has. So Jill was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing with my stuff? You're going to end up, end us both penniless and fucking homeless. Like, what are you doing with my <laughs> shit, bro? He go and and start selling most of the properties, more of the shit that Jill's had already. He find, Jill, Jill DeRay finds out that the Duke of Brittany has sold his favorite castle. So this guy was oh, like flipped. He's like, you motherfucker, it's my favorite castle. They changed the keys. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he had no, he's like, he's out of there. So you he, know? Wait, so where does he live now? Where does Jill live? I Did think he lives know? in this other castle, but he sold his other favorite castle or oh, something like that. Asshole. And he's like, you motherfucker, what did you do? But it's funny to me though, because it's like the Duke was critical Look how look how much he criticized Jill because Jill was being crazy with his money and doing plays. And then the moment that you get all the money, yeah, and the moment that you get all the money, now you're he acting, acting crazy like an idiot, too. yeah. And he started like spending all his money, being in debts already, like right away, and start selling his shit. I think he was just like you know pissed at him, and he wanted to cost him all the stuff. Like he didn't probably need any of this, you know. So that castle, which was. Gilderay's favorite castle was guarded by a guy called John Leferon, which was a f- 
clergyman or what a clergyman, a clergyman, yeah. yeah. He was a clergyman, and uh, <laughs> Jill DeRay goes ahead in the middle of the night and kidnap John Dilferone and beat the shit out of him. Oh, really? <laughs> and take the keys of the castle. He just got. <laughs> He's like, I'm putting my foot down. He goes and fucking kidnapped the guy who was guarding the castle because no one was living in it. Like, it was empty. Yeah. And he takes the new keys and he beat the shit out of him and leave him in the fucking street. And when oh. the king finds out, he's like, all right, this guy is going crazy. It's a fucking war now. Oh. Like, fucking oh. war. But, like... Jill, Jill DeRay was like, he was like, you assholes, like, I didn't do anything, just leave me alone. Like, why are you being pissed? From my point of view, some guy who's handsome, smart, stopped being richer than the king and the church, and shit stopped weird, weird going wrong, and start like, you know, being accused of all that crap we're getting into. Yeah, of course, I mean, you think the king is ever going to allow someone to have more yep. money than him? So and, and and seeing him for not just have all this money, but the guy also was fighting in a war previously with Joan of Arc, who ends up getting kidnapped by a family somehow. By, by the Valois burden yeah, family. Yeah, somehow. So, yeah, somehow. It's all uh, this bullshit is always vague, you know. Right. So it's almost like for he's already not prob not one of the king's favorite people. Uh huh. And especially not yeah, because he was fucking terrified rich. of her. Yeah. Yeah, and she was for, like a pissant poor teenage girl who now is being embraced by people more than the king and loved yeah, by everyone. Has a massive art, you know. And can perform miracles or whatever the fuck is. Let's say she's a witch and burn her. Right. Uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Got the Burgundy family kidnapping her. Whatever. So at that point, it was very obvious that Jildre was not backing down and he needs a fight. He's asking for it. Oh boy. We are going to dive into the murders. It's not very oh long, boy. but that's when shit gets spicy and bloody. Oh so, Jildere's family went to the king again and told him that Jill has gone mad. He started locking himself in his castle and started experiencing with alchemy and magic. Oh. So, back in the day, Alchemy was a very, like, you know, a very normal thing to be called witchcraft or magic, but it was just an early form of, of, of chemistry, you know? So he wasn't really doing anything bad. Like, I think he was just trying to educate himself or, like, right. what, diving in alchemy, whatever. But I for mean, his family, know, they're like, oh, he's performing magic. You know, yeah. fuck this shit. Summoning demons. Yeah. So they talk to him and they tell him he went insane doing alchemy in his castle, not letting anybody in. And that he sold his soul to the devil. So the king was like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? Fine. Let it go. I'll see what I can do. End of story. At that point, there was a guy from Italy who Jill uh, uh, met and he became his partner. He was called... Francisco, or in French, they call him Francois mm. Brilate. Brilate, I think. Francois Brilate. Francois Brilate. Yeah, that's what they called him. An Italian but, man. Yeah, he was one of the sorcerers who started playing with his mind and helping him in these alchemy tests or whatever. Oh. People said that he traveled in this 
times and start asking for the best alchemists and sorcerers in the world to come and help him to create gold out of metal so they all came over and start experimenting with these things but nobody was able to change metal into gold so this guy francois comes over and he's like i'm an expert sorcerer i'll help you out with this shit so they sit down and he tell him he was also an alchemist and a sorcerer this guy and he'd sit down and start to him like we gotta summon a demon who's named baron and he can fucking like change metal into gold oh boy. like thin air like in a snap of his fingers this demon is powerful let's do this shit they tried it like three times it didn't work so here there was rumors that started circling around because people are seeing them together all the time they go to the market together they go everywhere together so people start saying these guys are being gay or like you know they are involved in a romantic relationship okay or like some rituals crap because they're always together right now right you know he was his partner in everything and he's always with him at this point after failing in creating gold francois bertolet tells him that for this ritual or spell to work we're gonna need a sacrifice we have to start sacrificing kids or blood or people Mm. for this to work for baron the demon would help us with this shit that's when the murders start circling around like kids start disappearing in like tens of numbers from the from the city and at that at that at that moment like to be honest like i read a lot about this and in that in the in like especially in the hundred years war kids a lot of a lot of kids were like wandering the street and fucking vanish or go disappearing or being kidnapped little did they know or they didn't know that you know at that time there was a lot of fucking saints from the church who were pedophiles and were kidnapping oh, kids <laughs> no one know that crap at all but it was in this time. Oh, that, yeah? that, that's that's a different subject that I found yeah, out. Right, but because but a lot of kids were going were missing. Kidnapped by priests and like all these people from the church and getting. I'm well, pretty I mean, sure, I'm, like you know, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. But on I the mean, other look, hand, it, it happens. It happens in modern times. Yeah. It on the other hand, like these priests, pedophiles were everywhere. Okay. Uh, so people start saying it's him. It's him because they would see kids around his castle that go to help him or he give them food and he just like lures them in and he just kills them but what what was said that he would actually lure them for for money and cut off their heads and put it on a stake and ask his like housewives which one is the prettiest oh that's actually documented like they say he did that which is weird and also fucked up it is also said that he uh, definitely is. I mean, if it's true, it is. <laughs> so it, yeah, it is said that he grew tired of like actually putting heads on stakes because he got a pile of dead bodies and he started burning them in the fireplace or piling them up on a table and he huh? built a satanic altar in his castle. And Jill is doing the shit. Yeah, so it became uh, uh, it became 
it became that's from the story you know that's what 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 they say that it became a, a, a satan thing like it became a fucking not just alchemy here he's been building a, a, an altar and sacrificing sacrificing children and hundreds shit. of kids cutting off their heads putting them on stakes and just like making art in his castle by heads of kids oh, interestingly enough when he was accused with this shit and they go to his face and tell him the shit and he denied so they make a trial and he denied it again and he said i didn't do any of this shit none of that happened even his friends and workers in the castle they go testify and they tell them there's nothing like that we're with him all the time we haven't seen any of this there's none of the shit that go around in his castle none of that is true but somehow their testimonies were left out of the trial Mm. and they went afterwards under a lot of torture they tortured all of his friends so hard so that they confessed against him and all these stories that i just said they're told by his close people and friends after they have been tortured oh shit after all of this there was actually no physical proof that any of this happened Unfortunately, in 1440, our boy, Jill DeRay, was convicted of murder and witchcraft. And they drag him out and burned him. Oh, boy. They hang him first, actually, and made everybody watch. They don't abort him? Yeah, they hang him. And people say that afterwards they burned him because that's what they used to do with people who practice witchcraft. Yeah. But modern historians argue and say that they have actual proof that he was replaced or like taken by his close friends and got actual secret Christian burial. And his location is actually a secret and only few people know where he is. Interesting. Yeah, that he wasn't actually burned. But he was killed. Yeah, of course they hang him, yeah. But at some point and after I think they he asked. Him, I think he asked to be hanged the day before the, the actual day he was supposed to be hanged he oh, asked to be killed before oh I, i'm pretty sure i read something like that but the main thing that they dragged him and actually hanged him and he they they actually he under he went under a lot of torture and he after he denied everything he confessed all these things yeah they probably beat the crap out of him and tortured him yep that's why it sounds flaky it's very interesting that the French people hate him. And until this day, they believe everything he did is true. Oh. We're going to get to it, to what happened in these days. His case was reopened. Really? In, yep. Re- like when? In the 1992 in New York. What? Yep. They reopened his case. They reopened his case because he was in New York. I'm getting to it. So after his death, after his death, the motherfucker Duke of Brittany took over everything. After his death. Yep. Took over everything he had. Everything. And he and he gave a huge chunk to the church and to the king of his money. 
and and he and, and his own family and he start like burning his cash as well with his money and it's only fucking makes sense at this point because like what the fuck the church got like half of his money the king got another half they're just right. like they're like killed the guy off and start like sharing his money they gave the his family a little money as well because probably they were on it well, remember how the family yeah was they keep complaining to him did, and they yeah they didn't like the what king. they did because like you're like you're 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 young and you're fucking wasting all this money when you should be doing what we tell you to you do know what, you know what it is they were pissed because they weren't getting a cut of the money because he was doing plays I'm telling this so they were like nah we want our cut of the money I, let's get this motherfucker exactly out of here. I'm telling the story also from my perspective and it makes the guy sounds innocent. We don't know. A lot of people sure. argue, especially like church people, Christian people, or like French people, that all this was true. All the books, it says that it happened. And there's very few people that say it doesn't happen, it didn't happen. And also, in his biography books, most of them actually, it's like very, very, when he confessed to all these crimes, it's like very exaggerated the way that he described these things. And it changes from every book to another what he said so it's all a mess it sounds like so made up to the point that it's so made made up you know but oh, yeah yeah as we don't know if he was guilty or not okay but they real that was the a mystery in 1992 new york times reported that they want to reopen his case what the fuck? Yep. It's and it's 500 years. And the French people got defensive oh. and they fucking raged against them. They were like, oh, fuck on. this shit. That's not your shit. Don't touch that crap. And like, you know, they got so defensive that, that the New York Times was trying to like, you know, reopen this case. And it was because I think a woman who's named Margaret K. Joby or Joby, I don't know. I hope I didn't butcher the name. Yeah. And she, this woman studied this guy her whole life. She collected all the books that was written about him, all okay. his bios. And she did say that there was a lot of shit that doesn't make sense, that they actually framed him, that she was fighting for him. And she actually held a public trial, a retrial in public oh. on his behalf which oh, got a little support and right but... some people actually were like huh i guess he's innocent other people were like oh. fuck this shit he's a murderer because it is rumored that he killed over 150 children oh and people other people and in other books it's mentioned it says that he went over 800 that's why for me like there's so many different stories on this guy that it, it got to the point where he's actually like a myth you know that that that's no one can settle down on a story you know <sighs> that was the end of it you oh, know that's insane he how never, do you reopen a case he never really got two yeah. for a dude from like 1440 that was nice for me that was like that's kind of uh, cool that's kind of yeah. cool because it, it makes you feel like People want who cared enough that they didn't believe that that was true. They wanted him to be honored more and and praised for his heroic actions because he was a hero. He was a good person. He was a nice guy when he was young, but then he started doing all this shit. And every time I research about him, like if you go and research about him, he's a serial killer in the biographies. He's a serial killer. He's the first serial killer in history. 
that's what he's called that's what he's famous for right so i'm not trying to innocent him or telling yeah, you that like yeah like he's innocent. a good guy or like that nothing of this happened we don't know but i'd like to believe it didn't happen because we've seen the church and the king conspire many times over noblemen or normal people throw them off the bus under the bus yeah yeah and you know as handsome smart guy who grew to be richer than the king and the church and suddenly he's a pedophile and a rapist and a killer and a murderer of children right and a witchcraft whatever well, it i mean is. everything to, not like, the way that they, they tortured his own friends and were like yep we're gonna torture you until you admit that he did this I mean, anybody who fucking go under torture, it's torture is just like torturing people that far. It's just like a method to, to get to hear what you want to hear. You will never hear the Boy. truth from torturing someone. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? The guy, I think, you know, I don't think the Duke, you know, I think that the Duke of Brittany probably never anticipated this man to be so good with his money. Because he got all this estate, he Since got all this beginning. land, and then he became really good at like just making more and more money yeah. through this land. Yeah. The money, the king got was multiplied. like, "Whoa, it's this this shit that I gave him. Now he's this guy. He's being this right. He, he was becomes just a even more teenager. powerful than he could ever imagine." After he rescued the duke from this kidnapping thing when he was sixteen, he became the richest boy in France. You yeah. know. As a teenager. I mean, imagine that. Imagine this kid is out here throwing parties. He's got his own plays. Yeah. Woo! Like just the king was jealous oh. as fuck. You know, like, this guy. Everybody was jealous as fuck. Girls, Even the people. Parties, drinking. Everyone's just wine for everyone. Even the people and who was like, he spoiling. Like it is said that the people he was spoiling didn't even got jealous from him because they're like. They work for a hundred years and all their savings is nothing. And this kid is just a teenager and he's richer than everybody else. That it wasn't fair for everybody else. A lot of people start raging against him. Especially the way he spent his money. Because he spent his money on his own pleasures. But he didn't hurt anybody. In the right. beginning, you know, until the murders started. But which we don't know. Which we don't know yet. I Which mean, is fucking crazy, because that what pissed me off about the whole story, dude. Like, yeah. there is, there was never a physical proof. Even if he burned the bodies, there would still be like fragments of bones. Or you're also saying he created a sh a demonic shrine. There in his was castle no absolutely no physical proof. Heads. Right. You know, there's no proofs. Like, there's no way he could have been able to destroy all these evidence. Especially they captured him and fucking tortured him to confess right that's not new we've seen it you know i mean and at the same time it's also not new for back in those days for a guy who you know guys who would experiment with chemistry back in those days were immediately called warlocks and wizards yep. and magicians yep. exactly and yeah. they were playing with witchcraft that used to happen all the time before yeah, you know yeah. the scientific revolution and all that you yeah. know in those days it was like you were a demon if you did those things i think he was wanting. just like you know he was he, he just wanted he felt that he was being cornered he wanted to make more money but like in a magic way or like in a fucking alchemy because it is said that he was trying to change metal into gold which a lot of people did we talked about this in my grandfather's episode in the house of horrors yeah even even yeah yeah in the cave in the cave of horrors we do talk a little bit about that you know it's uh it's a real shame 
who knows? It's it's always it's gonna be a mystery. A hero or a murderer? A hero or a killer? We a, don't a, know. A, a wizard? Some, a magician? Yep. For some, he was a hero. For others, he's the worst serial killer for killing children. Right. The truth will probably will die in as mystery. <sighs> yep, as always. And it's kind of insane too when you just consider the whole deal with uh, Joan of Arc here. I mean, I I think there in part there was a lot of the, you you can't you can't discard that information too because they killed her for witchcraft. And then, you know, they were friends. They fought alongside each other. So they were like, eh, I don't know about this Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. So they had it out for him pretty early. Yeah, being kidnapped and burned. And they tried kidnapping him, but they failed. Hmm. Something is on. Yeah, something is up. I mean, maybe... Since then, maybe they, they knew he was going to yeah. be rich and famous in all of France. So they wanted to cut it off early. Right. They couldn't because he was strong and powerful. Also... They probably saw his money and were like, you know what? Even though you know he was kind of fighting with Joan of Arc and stuff, yeah, maybe because he's so he's gonna be so rich, or he was starting to become really rich, we could get him on our side. And then he didn't go to their side because he started partying. He retired. He's like, fuck you and fuck you. I'm not fighting for you anymore. Yeah, I'm going home. I'm gonna go do plays. I'm, I'm gonna done. hire a thousand people. Hell, nobody gonna, did that back then. Nobody did that. That's why everybody went nuts. Like the king was jealous. He was coming up with all this new shit that nobody did. You know, <laughs> it's like no parties. It's very after sad. Five. Like, it, it it did make me sad. Like if he did murder these people, he's probably the worst human. Or <laughs> he probably is the worst he killer. I mean, if he really is, but, he's definitely an awful. But when the church worse, got involved but... and the king got, and the royal and the crown got involved. I'd like not to believe any of that because we've seen it so happen tricky. so many times. Oh, so many times. I mean, guys getting framed for for you know not, you know not being supportive of the church. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean supportive of the that, throne and 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 yeah, that happens all the time. Dude. Yeah, that woman, uh, Mar Margaret, uh, she wrote her own biography about this guy after years of studying him. And it's a pretty okay. interesting book. If you want to check it out. It's and she not bad. And, and and this Margot woman is saying that he wasn't she's making the case that yeah, he is innocent. That, yeah, that he didn't do any of these things, which mm. since dude, like uh, uh, that case in nowadays will not make any sense uh, and will whatever these things they said about him, they were all just like, you know, they weren't they weren't physical proof, you understand? There was no physical proof. These things would not stand in court. Like they won't. Now right. nowadays, you go and say this guy killed 150 people. Where is the proof? There was no proof. Right. If I torture you and, and and convict you of these things and murder you, that doesn't exist right now. That's why a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people actually, because the French people hate him apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's a hated figure here. It, it pissed me off when you search him. It says that he was the first serial killer in history. Interesting. Yeah. Because there's so much more to this man. Which means a lot of historians or people we're going to cover or we already covered, I don't know, probably was misunderstood or... Right. I mean, there you, you never know how history is... Uh, yeah, we're just telling stories from history. So yeah. it depends on the people who wrote it, if they were honest or not. 
Of course. I mean, when you're talking about, you know, what is it? It's been uh, 500, 500 years or whatever. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard, man. It's, it's hard at this point to know. Well, I mean, it's impossible to know what happened back in 1440 or 1430 or... Like, yeah, yeah. It's going to be really hard. But, you know, I'm well, really glad that we you told the story also because... I hope you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I missed a lot of things, but I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> it's this, a giant story. It's but, a massive story. Yeah, but also uh, just like the involvement of our good old uh, House of Valois Burgundy, yeah. which has come back into the fray. It's kind of interesting when you look at the old episode too, just being like, "Oh, these motherfuckers were really supported supporting England here because these motherfuckers were everywhere." <laughs> John Fearless, he uh, well, sneaky bastard, he sneaky is sneaky bastard. He well, you have to watch that episode to know, but he was not so supportive of the English himself, or you yeah, know, that yeah. was the idea, supposedly. It's very complicated there. Anyway, we'll leave the judgment to you to decide if Jill Duray was innocent. Or was the worst serial killer in history right and first. yep <laughs> <laughs> supposedly there you have it the mystery tonight. lives on the mystery lives on all right folks thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of cave of crimes hope you liked it and send us emails tell us give us reviews our yeah, social media is free to follow as well <laughs> yeah and if you uh, have some other you know things from history from the middle ages that you would like we to would share love to please to hear your to suggestions us. yeah we Tell would love your to suggestions. hear it you, you can know? email us at fousecave at gmail.com and i guess that's it for tonight yeah who knows where we're gonna go to next time we're gonna rev up this engine to our time machine jump through another portal and who knows where we're going to turn up we've been to france twice hungary england where to next who knows we're just gonna have to wait and see okay folks cave of crimes everybody cave of crimes thank you for tuning in have a good night good night folks see you next time